The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into, and they are saved. Amen. Amen. There is, we're living in a time where there's no hiding place. We're going to come to, we see it even more and more around us. Just all of you who've read the news and read the different things. There is no hiding place. And it, it'll come to what's almost a pre-tribulation. But in a tribulation period, all the strong men, all the mighty men, they're going to look for a hiding place, and there isn't one. But right now, we're in a spiritual hiding place, and that place is in the Lord. And I want to stay behind those walls, behind those gates. I want to make much of it. I don't know about you, but just things of the world coming here tonight, just walking in, hearing the songs of Zion, a different spirit, something different. Oh, I want to be hidden in there, don't you? Welcome you tonight to the service, our Wednesday night. Um, this next week, we've got uh, Brother John and Sister Hannah are traveling to Washington State, and Brother John will be ministering for Brother John Andes. We remember him in prayer as they'll be traveling. May God use them, make them a blessing. Uh, we've also got a speaker tonight. I'll introduce him right away. I just wanted to make mention to you um, regarding Brother Bob Combe. Brother Bob Combe has been hospitalized, and um, he had a stroke. And so he's in hospital. I was speaking to his wife, Sister Shirley, last night, and then his daughter, Rosanna, today. And uh, they're still diagnosing everything. They're, they're working through it, but they would certainly request your prayers for our Brother Bob. and. Um, he had a little something here in the last few weeks. He just was a little off, but uh, something a little bit more on on Monday, on Thanksgiving Day. So we, let's remember our brother. Can we just, just play something just softly, and we just bow while we're here in a moment. Brother Bob is a faithful brother, and uh, he does so many little things for others, for the church. Why don't we just do a little something for him and remember him tonight? Heavenly Father, we're standing here tonight and we're thinking of where our brother Bob is in a hospital at the university. Lord, he just felt something and was disoriented and they recognized something wasn't right and took him to the hospital. Lord, I've seen your hand already, Lord, as it's been on his family. And, but now, Lord, we want to lift our brother up before the throne of grace. Father, he's been faithful. and You said if we stand for you, you'll stand for us. I pray, Father, you'll remember our dear brother in that room tonight. Oh, Lord, bring healing, Lord, to his body. And, Lord, there's more at stake than just him. You know he's standing even for his family. And I pray, oh, Lord, that you'd honor him, I pray. We commit our brothers, surround him with your presence. May there be an atmosphere of faith. Lord, in the days to come, maybe we'll bow our heads. We'll remember him before you. Lord, we ask you, Lord, remember your servant. We commit him in your hands. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We're going to um, sing a chorus right away, and then we're going to introduce our, our speaker tonight. Our main speaker is, is Brother Danny Del Mundo. He's from the Philippines. I saw a picture of him 
with you, Brother Paul. I saw you post a picture of him. And I knew that he was tall, taller than you. <laughs> and so, but it was, it was good. So we're happy to have our brother. He had been traveling through the United States and uh, came up to Calgary, and it was arranged through Brother Mervyn in Calgary. And then Brother Barry reached out to me. He says, can he slip up here? And I said, yeah, we'd love to have him. And I know that you'd love to hear him. I'm going to have Brother Barry come and introduce him. Brother Barry had taken a mission trip to the Philippines, and he was with Brother Danny. So I'm going to have him come. Brother Barry's a pastor in Calgary. I think you remember him, don't you, Sister Lucy? <laughs> any rate, let's just sing Jesus, Messiah, Jesus, Messiah, and then we'll have our Brother Barry come, and then Brother Danny will follow right after that. Jesus, Messiah, name above all names, blessed Greetings from Calgary Living Word. God bless you, Sister Lucy. Is your husband with you, Brother James? God bless you both. It's been so long. I actually went to Kenya with those two many years ago with Brother Ken Boyer. Um, but I'm not here to introduce them. I'm here with Brother Danny Del Mundo. And uh, about this time, a year ago, we decided it was the right time to go to Philippines. Brother Mervyn and Sister Faye Panetta have just been such a bl real blessing to our congregation. And they had invited us many times to come to Philippines. And uh, for those people who have traveled, you understand what that's like. You want to wait for the right time. You don't want to just go every time you get an invitation. And it felt right. So we went last uh, January to Philippines. We took, I think, two and a half weeks. And we spent a little bit of time on a, um, a nice vacation sort of island for a few days, but then we went into the mainland to Manila and uh, connected with Brother Danny. And he has a church in Metro Manila, he'll describe it I'm sure, but he is instrumental in Philippines with uh, dozens of message church outreaches. Brother Danny Del Mundo is a, a real inspiration to many people, I would say just a pillar of the message in Philippines. and. Uh, so we found out that he was coming to the U.S., and uh, we said we need to get him to Canada as well, so we were able to help, help orchestrate some of that, and uh, so this is his first time in Canada, and uh, just a wonderful blessing to have him here. Originally, he was supposed to come with his entire family, but that just didn't work out this time, so hopefully next year he will bring his family. I... Uh, 
when he was coming to take the services in Calgary, he preached two services for us, I said to our family, you know, it's kind of a shame because I never got to hear Brother Danny preach when we were there in Philippines because he was busy interpreting for me. And uh, he took us around and we did probably six or seven services. And uh, my middle guy, Benjamin, he said, but Daddy, he did preach. And I said, when? He said, every time he interpreted for you. <laughs> he made me laugh. So Brother Danny is just a real good brother, just a tremendous soldier of the cross and a, a real good friend. We sure love and appreciate Brother Danny. So I'll just pass the mic over to him. And uh, if you go to Poland, you'll go to preaching. God bless you tonight. God bless you, brother. Bless you, brother. Amen. Oh, yeah. God bless you. I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ this evening. Amen. And obviously, I'm your little brother from the Philippines. Amen. At least, at least I have somebody here again. Uh, well, uh, this is my first time in Canada. I should have been here uh, in 2007. That witness, 2007. Amen. But uh, it didn't work out well on my favor, but nothing happens by accident. We believe that everything is orchestrated by the Lord. And this is the perfect will of the Lord. So we just commit everything and... Uh, I got. I see some familiar faces from the Philippines here, straight there. I see Sister Nona and uh, Mark. The leader. Sister Nona is so close to us, my family, uh, because back there in the Philippines, I'm uh, been in charge of the youth camp. Later on, it's becoming international youth camp. And Nona right there is one of the prominent young people I know of. Really appreciate her, his family, her family, and of course. But Mark's father, but, uh, but Andrew is a friend of mine too. And now being uh, uh, Brother Raymond, uh, the eldest among the, uh, the family, he is now taking COVID. And once, once in a while, we also meet in some convention in the Philippines. Amen. And right there at the back, at the corner, for uh, them and wife Nina, they're so close to us. Because the, the pastor, uh, them been working in the Philippines, is actually my brother-in-law. Uh, his name is Brother Chiba. Amen. So, Brother Norbert and Brother Aris, I saw them, and also Brother Paul. So, this afternoon, I met another brother, Brother Virgilio. I really appreciate him. His younger brother is also a pastor in the Philippines, Brother James. And we know each other so far. Amen. So, above all, I thank the Lord for sending me here. I should have brought my family, and again, it's not yet. It's just probably time to spy the land, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm sending them over uh, pictures of, uh, and videos of what it is right now. And I, So, Lord willing, if the Lord tarries, we'll be, we'll be able to make it here uh, as a family, and uh, really appreciate Brother Barry's family, the Pineda family, who have hosted us and are taking good care of me. Amen. So, uh, of course, Brother Ed, thank you so much for this opportunity. It's a great honor and privilege to stand behind. And I'm always nervous <laughs> every time. Uh, so, I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ from my heart, from my family, and my little congregation back there in Caloocan, Metro Manila. 
Amen. Uh, you, uh, you have a family also on the other side. Amen. So, uh, once again, just pray for me this evening. We'll go straight to the reading of the word. Amen. Uh, <clears throat> Okay, let's read from the book of Samuel and Second Samuel. <clears throat> read from chapter 23, verses 14 to 17. It says here, And David was then in an hold, and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And David longed and said, Oh, that one would give me drink of the water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. And the three mighty men break through the host of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink thereof, but poured it out unto the Lord. And he said, be it far from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Is not this the blood of the men that went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore he would not drink it. These things did these three mighty men. Amen. Let's all bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you this evening. We commit everything into your mighty hands. And Lord, I just commit myself and just... Use this vessel and open this mouth, Lord, and may everything that I may utter, Lord, not just be a blessing to your people, but above all, give glory to your name. Amen. I appreciate, uh, Brother Ed, Lord, for giving me this golden opportunity, and Lord, just take over in Jesus Christ's wonderful name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. <clears throat> Amen. So I just want to share uh, just a simple subject this evening. And a lot of good things have been preached from this portion of this scripture. And I'm thinking what else should I preach behind this pulpit. Amen. Uh, having known uh, uh, Brother Harold Hildebrandt and... Uh, is well respected in the Philippines, and as I, I entered the foyer up there, I, I see those blue books. And uh, actually, apart from the first book that I had, my father-in-law gave to me, uh, the book of the Church Ages. These blue books are ones, the ones that I always bring with me because in one booklet you have three messages sometimes, and uh, as we, as I travel. Amen. So, uh, Brother Harold, they've done a lot of great things also in the Philippines uh, uh, because of his burden for missions. Uh, I have not been, uh, I was not a pastor yet uh, at that time, but uh, I really heard a lot of good things about Brother Harold. And, uh, of course, I also hear a lot of good things about uh, Brother Ed. Amen. And uh, praying just like Brother Berry, you will also consider visiting our country. Amen, and uh, uh, we would be glad to have you. Amen. So I would like to give a 
title to this sermon, Living Water Out of Bethlehem. Amen. Living Water Out of Bethlehem. All right. So, in the message, God's Rap Gift, just a background. In paragraph 30, Brother Branham said, And it was on these same grounds that Samuel the prophet anointed David to be king over Israel, right here at Bethlehem. And through David came forth the great son, the son of David, the son that was born in a little stable manger over the side of the hill on the west side of the city. It was there on that hill where the angels of God sang their first Noel. The word Bethlehem, let's break it down. Beth means house, El means God, Elham means bread, the house of God's bread. How fitting it was then for the bread of life to come out of Bethlehem, house of God's bread. Oh, it's a beautiful story. Amen. Amen. So this is not a new uh, definition for us about Bethlehem. Amen. Uh, uh, saying that Bethlehem means a house of God's bread. Amen. But. Uh, we, have, we have to realize also that in Bethlehem, there was a water. There was a well. Amen. That probably uh, at this point in time, David just uttered, probably uh, maybe he did something. He met his generals. He, uh, 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 he was preparing for uh, probably another battle or another appointment the following day. And because of, di- of that tired day, amen, he felt thirsty. Yeah. And I would say there were, main, there were available waters, yeah. amen, in his palace. Yeah. But somehow he said, oh, how I wish, how I wish I could drink water, not from any well, amen, but from that well out of Bethlehem. Amen. So Bethlehem is not just a seed for God's uh, uh, bread. Amen. But it is also a seed for a water that David was really longing at that time. Amen. So he did not announce it. It was just an, an, an utterance. It so happened that these three great warriors had a very sensitive ears. Amen. And they heard of that and their king, amen, their king wanted to drink water out of Bethlehem. Amen. And you know, when you honor your king, amen, his wish is our command. It was just a wish of the king, but upon reaching the ears of these great warriors of David, they took it as a command. They took it as a burden. They wanted to do something even without a direct instruction. But because they felt the wish of their king, they wanted to do that. They wanted to accomplish something that will please their king. Amen. But we have also to understand that at this time in verse 14, Bethlehem was not as it used to be. Amen. Because at this time, David was then on hold, and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. Amen. So it's not that easy to get water out of Bethlehem. Right. Yeah, maybe along that spot when David was, when David was, young, was young and shepherding the, uh, uh, the sheep and uh, leading those sheep in those 
uh, creeks and wells, and probably when he sit down, he get water out of Bethlehem, and, and, and he could enjoy the taste of that water. And that, uh, 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 that imprinted not only in the mind, but in the hearts of David, how good the water out of Bethlehem. That in his uh, time of kingship, you know, when you utter something out of nowhere, that means it is really coming from your heart. David was really longing to drink of that water. But it seemed like it wasn't possible at that very moment. Because there were not only two, three, a dozen soldiers, but it was a garrison. It became a garrison. It was well guarded. The armaments of the Philistines were there. Amen. But look at the faithful warriors of David. They didn't care. Amen. They didn't care for them just to do Amen. A, 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 a something that would satisfy. Amen. They will, they will do a sacrifice. Right. And when Barbaram described this, uh, he said, But Bethlehem is the water seat of the province too. There was no water like Bethlehem had. David used to think when I take my ship and start out of the morning, I'd go by that old well and drink. Oh, how cool and how sweet and how it quenched the thirst. In 21, he said, Now his warriors could not interpret his thinking, but brother, they loved him with all that was in them. The list of his desires was a command to them. Three of his mighty warriors pulled their swords, slipped off from the camp, and cut their way. 25 miles, David in their going, no doubt wondered where they are, what they have done. What did, where, where did they go to? Did they know they're jeopardizing their lives? They ride in the jaws of death. Through a 25-mile line, laying in ambush everywhere, and the swords a flickering, and the shields a blasting, but their men, their brother, that they believed that would be king, desired a drink. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Three mighty men of David. 25 miles, probably 40 kilometers more or less. It's not that, and we don't have these good highways, this fast car, amen. And probably just to get in the spot where the well, where they, they could have been tired already, amen. amen. But as the description was, they were willing to jeopardize their lives to satisfy their king. Amen? So, right there, and I could imagine probably right on the, uh, uh, a certain peak that they could look down and, 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 and identify where that uh, well of Bethlehem was. But it was heavily guarded. Amen? And these three mighty men, uh, probably, you know, you have, we have special forces. <laughs> Amen? And these are special warriors and I believe they were skilled warriors and probably in a team they are they have different skills they have different gifts probably one of them is 
uh, somewhat like a sniper uh, who, who can, who can uh, shoot his arrow from uh, up the peak. And probably the other one is good in close combat. So the two, amen, uh, you know, could enter and find out where the well was. Amen. And probably the other one was a water boy. He just had a little piece of, you know, uh, a, a vessel where he can, they can put the water. And I would say it was not an easy battle. Amen. Amen. Because as the description, they, they were all, they, they jeopardized their lives. Amen. And so just to cut the story short, it's the same thing. Amen. It's the same thing in the ministry. Amen. Right now, I'm the water boy. <laughs> because I'm just delivering the water to the thirsty souls this evening. Amen. So we might have, we might differ. We may, uh, I, I cannot be Brother Barry. He cannot be Brother Danny. I cannot be Brother Ed. Amen. But with that little ministry that the Lord has given us, amen, my little ministry is also a part for the benefit of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So it's not, you know, uh, uh, somebody who could, who could shoot because it's the same thing in the ministry. Amen. People, you know, can, they, can, they can just in a few minutes, they can just drop the bombs. And, you know, we have, we have convention ministers. We, are, we have good people who can do evangelism and uh, uh, go to the outskirts in the inter- in innermost part. Amen. Of every city, of every country. Amen. But all these things work together. Amen. So these three great warriors, amen, they don't care about themselves. They don't care about their lives. Amen. For them just to please their king is the utmost important. Amen. It's the same thing with us. It doesn't matter who. Amen. It doesn't matter who gets the credit. The most important thing is to get the job done for the glory of the Lord. Amen. You, 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 go, on the, you go in the mission field. Amen. We go... Uh, uh, just two, just two weeks prior to my flight in the U.S., we were able to uh, open up a, a, a new open door, and it's uh, more than 10 hours. Uh, the, the, the brethren I'm talking with this afternoon, they know the place I'm referring to, and uh, it's a place which is not visited so often, amen, because it's in the innermost part, it's mountainous, and... Uh, I would say, as Brother Dem was saying when he knew the place, amen, he said, you know, the people, the bus drivers in our place, they do not want to pass by that area in the evening time. Amen. Because it's been identified as one of the seat of the uh, communist rebels in our country. Amen. But wherever, amen, God knows where his seats are. Amen. And if they're predestinated seeds, amen, no matter where they are, God will find them. Amen. And we are here to hunt the bride. Amen. We're here sent. Amen. And no matter how little we do for the glory of the Lord, for God's kingdom, amen, it is accounted for in the sight of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you see, now it's, it's, it's not an easy 
task for these three great warriors. And he said, now, today I know we sing great songs. We build great churches. We have great anthems and everything. We praise to him that, but Jesus said, in your hearts, you're far from me. For you teach for doctrine the commandments of men. Let the Holy Spirit come in and do something in their church. Showing the presence of Jesus Christ. They'll kick you out the door. In vain do you worship me. They worship, but in vain. Teaching for doctrine, the traditions of men. Now, I'm saying this because at this time, we're going to see we have a king today. And just like David, he was thirsty then. And our king today is also thirsty. Oh, how I wish I could drink water out of Bethlehem. Amen. And so remember, Bethlehem is house of God's bread. Amen. Amen. And, and, and it's, it's uh, when you say house, it's a temple. Yeah. All right. And now, you see, know you not that ye are yeah. the temple of the living God. Yeah. Amen. So that means in you is a, is a well. In you is a living water. Alright. And in that well, our King David of today, that's the well he wanted to drink of. Amen. Amen. But come to think uh, in, this, in this time that we're living in, there are many wells out there. Denominational wells. Amen. Organization well. But there's no one like the bride well. He's not interested, you know, because when uh, 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 the, the, the prophet of God preached something about that broken cisterns, amen? Because uh, 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 I think Brother Brandon preached on this, the broken cisterns. He said the, the, the people committed two major sins against God, amen? Because they dig their own well, amen? So... Now, it's, this is something that I want to, uh, uh, to show you. Amen. He said, now, let's go back to David. He said, in my little Bethlehem, David picked up this bucket of water. He looked at it, and the Bible said that he poured it upon the ground. said, Lord, be it far from me that I drink that, because this, my thy warriors, has jeopardized their lives to go yonder and to bring this water to me. It's the blood of men. I cannot do it. I remember one time, the first time I read this portion of the scripture, when the water was given by the warriors, and then David took it, and I didn't catch immediately what it was. Amen. And then David just poured it on the ground. He was thirsty. He was, he was so thirsty and desiring to drink that water. And when the water was available, and that was for him. Amen. Amen. So, when the water was given to David, he, he, he took it in recognition of what his warriors did for him. But the moment David poured the water to the ground, that means he recognized the sacrifice of these three great men. And he said, I don't deserve a treatment like this. 
these kinds of sacrifice, this kind of service, amen, is not for me. I don't deserve this. This kind of service belongs only to God. I believe we can learn something out of that, brothers and sisters, that we come here, amen, not just to please our pastor, amen, we come here, although he's a blessing, our pastor is a channel of God's blessing, amen, but we come here to experience God. We come here to hear from the Lord. And let me say, you're, you're, you, you, drive, you probably drive long, you probably spend more time, you, may, you probably, you can stay, you, you've been tired working the whole day. But let me tell you, your sacrifice this evening is not for me, it's not for Brother Barry, it's not for Brother Ed. Your sacrifice is for God. Amen. Amen. Because you're doing something beyond what you're supposed to do. Hallelujah. Sometimes we go, we go, we serve. Amen. We do something beyond our normal service. Not to please any man. Amen. You support the cause. Amen. You with your presence, with your tithes, and with your offerings. You're not doing that for man. You're doing that for God. Amen. If you support, amen, your, 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 your pastor's uh, 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 projects and mission works and everything, the printing of those books. I see, I see the, uh, the maps where, 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 where missions are being dedicated to. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you this evening, right on the other side, amen, you may not be seeing people and you may not be able to see them. But just because you prayed for us doing missions out there, hallelujah, you, you, you support, amen, uh, uh, the mission works and everything. You, you cannot go, but you can send someone, amen, this is my very first time here, but I really feel the presence of the Lord. You love the work of God. You love the, uh, 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 the souls that are yonder. Many people on the other side will shake hands and thank you for what you have done for his kingdom. Amen, because you're not doing that for any man. You're doing that for the king. Amen. He is thirsty this evening. Hallelujah. He is so thirsty. When he was right there at the cross of Calvary, he felt the thirst. He wanted to drink. Amen. But you remember those people, those soldiers, they gave them drink. They gave him drink, I should say. And what kind of drink did they give them? It was bitter. It was sour. Today, the denominational world can sing songs, can worship as if you would feel the angels are singing with you. They can pull the presence of the Lord down to the meetings. But just like that man who invited the Lord in his own house, amen, he, was, he invited the Lord Amen? But when he was inside the house, he was unwelcome. He was just sitting in one corner and nobody cares for him. He was invited, but yet he's not welcome. Aren't you glad this evening? He's invited. He's in our midst. And he's also welcome in our midst. Amen? So now... Uh, in the time of David, Brother Branham said, Oh, you Bethlehem dwellers, hallelujah, I call for men, warriors, who's not afraid. I don't care if there's 800 standing on one side and 10,000 on the other side. I want warriors who will come with me and cut a hole through this line of unbelieving Philistines. 
The World Council has got garrisoned around the Word of God, trying to make it creeds and feed the people. There's a well. There's a fountain open in the house of David. Bethlehem for sin and uncleanness. Amen. Brother, sin is unbelief in His Word. Amen. God, amen, the Lord, our Christ today, our David, the King of today. Amen. Need warriors, need men, not only men, but also women who will stay in their position. They will do what they ought to do. It doesn't matter whether you're a mother, it doesn't matter you're, you're, you're young. Amen. You, we have a portion to accomplish in our home church. Amen. You have come here not just a visitor. You're not here just to be a guest. You are part of that great mystical body of Christ. And every member has a part. Amen. So you see, now all of this, amen, uh, 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 at this time, he said, in the time of David, you see, when he poured out, amen, he did not, you know, we're not here ministers to get credits of what we do. Otherwise, we will miss the target. But Adam said, it's not my intention, it's not my desire that people, people may follow me. If there's one thing that I want to do, amen, he said, is to bring the people to have a personal relationship with Christ. That's the purpose of the pulpit. Amen. That's the purpose of the ministry. Amen. The ministry, not to lift up any ministry, not to lift up any minister. Amen. But to lift up Christ. Bible said, and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Hallelujah. Amen. So now, he said, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 1 to 4, let me read that. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the Red Sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Amen. That rock that followed Israel was Christ. And the same rock, naturally, was the same rock that Moses hit. Moses was supposed to just speak, and it will give out water. But because of his emotion, but because of his temper, and also because of the doubting people. Amen. Got his temper and hit. And the rock was hurt because he was hit. Moses should, good, should not have done that act but out of his emotion he did it and the people were so thirsty amen now the people were, were so thirsty they wanted drink and the rock although it was hurt the people were unbelieving, doubting. And yet when it was hit, which was not supposed to be done, yet out of that rock 
that was hit and hurt, it still opened up and gave water to satisfy the thirst of the people. Sometimes we hurt the Lord. Sometimes we offend Him. Unknowingly or probably and deliberately, we hurt the rock. And yet, with all our shortcomings, at times, our unbelieving condition at times, you know, because of this condition that we are living now, there's some, you know, lots of questions, lots of uh, things going around, you know. The rock is being hurt. And yet, the Lord, despite of being hurt, despite of these people, Yet he gave water. Oh, I'm glad that we have known the Lord that loved us so much. Amen. Amen. I would say at times we have shortcomings. At times we have things that we have to do and we're not able to do. And things sometimes that we do that are, we are not supposed to do also. Amen. He's hurt. We come here sometimes. Amen. But when we come and approach our rock, when we come here and sit down and pray, amen, it just flows water out of this rock. Amen. Brother Edger Pastor will be standing here not knowing what condition you are. You don't, he doesn't know what you need. What situation you are, you're in. But you just come here prayerfully. Amen. Hallelujah. And just the water just come out freely. And we drink. And our thirst is being satisfied. Amen. We, get, we come here sick and we go out healed. We come here heavily burdened. We come here being released and rested. Because we drink out of that rock. But at times if we are going to admit we hurt this rock. Sometimes we hit the rock on our things, our unconsciousness, our uh, 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 things that, uh, you know, uh, uh, out of nowhere, you know. But, but this rock never give up. Non-stop giving us water to supply our needs, our spiritual needs. And we come out more and better than yesterday. Thank God we have a rock today. Amen. And thank God. Amen. He always followed through Israel. And at the same time, he's the same rock that always followed us. And whenever we need water, amen, he gives out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. So no matter if he was being, being offended, and how much more, brothers, if we approach this rock, not offending him, but loving him. What would you expect from this rock? Amen? Hallelujah. You know, in the Bible, there are many occasions where the well is always connected in serving the Lord. Amen? So, I could read in, 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 in Genesis chapter 26, 
It says, then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. For he had possession of flocks and possession of herds and great store of servants. And the Philistines envied him. For all the wells which his father's servants had digged in the days of Abraham his father, the Philippines had stopped them. The Philistines. Well, not Philippines. <laughs> Sorry. Let us edit that. <laughs> the Philippines will not stop you, I'm sure. Amen. The, I just miss Philippines. I just miss my family and church. Amen. So the Philistines had stopped them and filled them with earth. And Abimelech said unto Isaac, Go from us, for thou art much mightier than we. And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again the wells of water, which they had digged in the days of Abraham, his father. For the Philistines had stopped them over the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. Amen? So, Abraham, the father of Isaac, dig good wells in his time. Where his men, his servants, and his uh, uh, bees could drink out of those wells. Right. Amen? But you know, it's the same thing today. Right. You know? We have Philistines in this generation. And they try to, uh, to cover, amen, fill in the wells, amen, so that uh, uh, people who are supposed to drink of that well, amen, cannot drink from it. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Philistines might have so envious of Abraham, and so they, they prefer to just cover all these wells. Amen? So it's just the same thing. You know, Abraham is the father of Isaac. It's the same thing with us. The apostles are our father in faith. Amen? So all through the ages, little by little, this Philistine spirit in the denomination, they try to fill in and cover, amen, the original well that is being, being found by the apostles. Amen? But thank God in the last days, thank God in the last days, amen, the, the, the children of the apostles, amen, fulfilling Malachi 4, amen, and uh, be, be, uh, uh, were being led and found, amen, these wells that have been covered in history, it's been there all along, amen, but it has been delegated in this generation, hallelujah, that the predestinated sons and daughters of God can once again dig these wells, amen, and, and, and as Isaac Found all these wells just just right there. It's the same thing in this generation. Amen. This message is not something that is new. It is something that is already there. But we just found the channel. We have heard the voice of the angel in these last days. Amen. And so we are enjoying. We're satisfying ourselves. Drinking from this water. Amen. Drinking out of this well. Amen. From the message of the hour. And let me tell you, I can testify. 
why wherever you, 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 you pour this water, everyone is being satisfied. Amen. We do this in the Philippines. Amen. We hold seminars and exposition to the denominations and uh, 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 they will listen to the word. Amen. Sometimes those who are attending, they are, they are uh, theologians. They are, uh, uh, some of them are bishops. Just sit down there and listen to how this message is being presented. Amen. And the word, amen, as the Bible said, or, the, or as the prophet of God said, amen, they, they, they're, they're, their own Bible, amen, when they hear out of the presentation of this message and the opening of the word, amen, just, just for a simple illustration, amen, you know, uh, I have this illustration, let's say, for example, you know, in the book of Revelation, when I, when, I, when I open a discussion on this, I just show them uh, a traffic sign. Uh, it's a letter P in the Philippines, something like that. It's P, and there is a circle red with a slash. Amen? No words. Or maybe a vehicle inside. And I just ask, what do you see? Can you read this? And without, it, even without words written, they will say, that means no parking. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Oh, no parking. So, uh, I read them the book of Revelation. I believe it's in one in three. and said, blessed are they who hear. Blessed are they who keep. <laughs> amen? And said, you know, amen, to keep is... To obey. Amen. And to hear is not just uh, 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 when you can read, that means you can understand the instruction. And you know, the book of Revelation is a book of symbols. Everything you see here is a book of symbols. This is, is symbols because this is a book of symbols. But there is a command. He said, blessed is he, blessed are they who read and keep. Because if you cannot read the, the, the no parking sign, you don't understand it. You park there, you get a ticket. Amen? And so the policeman will be blessed. <laughs> But if you understand the symbol, amen, and that's the way the book of Revelation is, there are many instructions in the Bible, in the book of Revelation, that you, organization, miss because we don't understand the symbol. But thank God, the bride of Christ is not prevented from understanding the book of Revelation. When we see the seven golden candlesticks, it's not just a painting that will make our world beautiful. Amen. When we see the golden, seven golden candlesticks, we know that it is the history of the church from beginning to the end. We know that the Son of Man walking in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks is the same God who walked, amen, from, from, from the first church age to the last church age. He was walking, fulfilling His word that I'm not going to leave you, amen, or forsake you until the time of the end. Amen. So, now, book of Revelation, you see all these 
your bees and everything. It's a blessing to understand that. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible said, blessed are they who read. Blessed are they who keep. It does not say, blessed are they who have the pictures on the wall. Amen. We need to see that the Lord is speaking once again in this generation. Amen. That you and you, bride of the Lord Jesus Christ, have better understanding, not because you're good, not because you're educated, but you identify, you recognize. Amen. The, 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 the voice, hallelujah, in this generation. And so we're benefiting from this well. Amen. So now you see, it's, it's, it's there, but, but, and, and thank God we found it. And so in verse 14, he said, 24, Genesis 24, verse 14, And let it come to pass that the damsel to whom, this is the sign, listen, this is the sign that uh, 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 Eliezer, the servant of Abraham, when he got the instruction, I pray thee that I may drink, and she shall say, drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Amen. So, it was not an easy sign that the servant Abraham asked from the Lord. Amen. Whoever gives him drink along with the beast, with the camels that the servant brought with him. Amen. So, sometimes we see pictures of uh, paintings referring to Rebecca. You know, uh, very beautiful, probably slim whatsoever. But I could think, amen, at that time, when they get water out of the well, it's not like the well we have today. Amen. It's a big hole and there's ladder on the side. And then uh, uh, they have the pot and they have to go down and they have to go up again with that pot. And I could imagine... How many times Rebecca went down and he went up. Probably other virgins, other damsels offered drink. It was just natural, you know, for that city that if they see a stranger, they will offer a drink. Amen? But it's not normal to give drink to the beast. Amen? But Rebecca had character. So when, 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 when Eliezer prayed, because he knew his Lord, he knew what his Lord was looking for. He was not looking for somebody who's beautiful outside, but he's looking for somebody who's beautiful inside. Amen. And, he's, and, and, and she's filled with character that will match her Lord. Amen. So probably uh, uh, Rebecca had big muscles <laughs> going down and going up that well to feed. Amen? But let me tell you the good thing there. Amen? One of the beasts that Rebecca gave drink to is the same beast that brought her to Isaac. Amen? It's the same beast that she served. Amen. The same, the same uh, servant and then the same beast that she gave water to, to drink. And imagine one camel drinking. Amen. 
And this camel had to uh, have, you know, have to uh, uh, reserve water for himself before crossing the desert. Try to imagine how many times this woman, this bride, went down to that well and get water to serve, amen, the servant of uh, uh, her Lord Isaac and the beast. Amen. So it's the same thing today. There is a bride that is not tired of serving, that is not tired of going to church, that is not tired of doing the service for his master. Amen. And that beast, brothers and sisters, amen, that beast that we feed on today, you know, something uh, that I, I shared this, a portion of my uh, 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 sermon in Calgary, you know, just like that Samaritan man, you know, in, 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 in that parable, we know who that Samaritan man is. Amen. It's not just somebody, a neighbor that is good. Amen. That Samaritan is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Amen. Being magnified in that parable. Because you see that man that was being robbed in, 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 in that city of Jericho. Amen. Was not a man who's a citizen of Jericho. Amen. In, in that parable, that man came from Jerusalem. Amen. He came down from Jerusalem down to Jericho. That's why the great Samaritan came where he was. Aren't you glad this evening you came from the heavenly Jerusalem? You came from God. You came from the, from the mind of God. Amen. And he is the same man. He is the same God. Amen. Where, he, we, where, where, where we come from, he come from too and came down here. The good Samaritan came where he was and picked up this. And then you could notice, you know, in that parable, amen, one, you know, uh, uh, those two that went ahead of the Samaritan were religious people. They were ministers, if you can think of, you know, because, you know, they, 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 uh, uh, they approached but said the first man went around. Amen. And the other one went on the other side also. They didn't care. You know what's the good thing in the message? When the Samaritan came, amen, he attended to his wounds. Pour in oil. Amen. And he did not go around. He addressed the need. You go to the churches that only preach something about prosperity doctrine, prosperity gospels, they just go around. They do not address the need. But you come here in the message, we are being washed by the word. Amen. Amen. Rebuke if need be, but that will help us to find our position in the body of Christ. Amen. The message of the hour will just feed on what you need. Will rebuke you on things that is not supposed to be. Amen. Uh, uh, done by the uh, uh, by a bride, the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God. Amen. Is sharp and sharper than the two-edged sword. It cuts. But let me tell you, healing goes along with it also. Amen. And so after attending to those wounds, amen, and then he set him to his, uh, to, to, to the host. Amen. He set him to the, to, uh, to the host pastor, to the host church. That's why you are here. 
Because somebody brought you here. It's him. Amen. And, and I like that portion when uh, Samaritan said, okay, take good care of him. Amen. And, uh, if he can, he, you know, anything that you add, <laughs> anything that you will do more than what you are supposed to do, speaking to the host. Amen. He said, when I return again in my second coming, Amen. When I see you in the rapture, everything will be paid off. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. So that's why sometimes people just don't understand. I told the Brother Barry's church, you know, a pastor, when you have 100 people in the assembly, you also have 100 different problems. I'm not saying you are a problem. Amen. But your problem is your pastor's problem. Amen? So that's why you need to pray for your pastor. Amen? You don't know how, how many hours he spent praying behind the scene. Amen? Uh, uh, because we pastors, at least we have an idea what condition, what status of faith our members are. Amen? And, 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 and the prayers, that's why the, uh, the, uh, the prophet said the pastor is the ox of the team. Amen. He's just right there in one corner interceding. Amen. One family. Amen. As a problem. Somebody in the family is sick. Somebody in the family is not going to church that used to. Amen. These are all burdens of the pastor. Amen. Hallelujah. So always pray for your pastor. Also pray for other pastors. Amen. So now, see, in the time during that time, Amen. So, you see, that, that, that same camel that Rebecca fed or, or gave drink to, it was the same beast that brought him, but brought her to Isaac. Another instance, humor scriptures. He said here in John chapter 4, he said when he went to Samaria in verse 6, Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well and it was about sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, give me to drink. Here is our new David. He appeared to be thirsty with natural water. Again, the sin was in the well. And it was Jacob's well. Every day of this woman's life, she goes there with her pot, get water. No one was around because no one was wanting to get near her. But the Lord came, approached, would you give me something to drink? Amen. And, and, and you know, the rest of the story as we go on, amen. So they have that conversation and, 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 and. The woman said, well, you're a Jew. How come you speak to me? I'm a Samaritan. Amen. Because the woman was just looking on the outside. His appearance, physical. But even then, amen, in the process of their conversation, the woman knew who that man was. 
Amen. When he said, whoever drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But with the water that I will give, out of her shall flow rivers of living water. This is different water. Amen. So, oh, this woman's life was spent in that city. Amen. He was, you know, and said, uh, uh, the woman said, now, I like that water. Give me that water. First time he heard, or she heard. Amen. And, and, and the Lord knows her condition. And he said, okay, I'm going to give you that water, but call your husband first. Amen. And the woman said, I have no husband. Okay, you told the truth because you had five and the one that you're living right now is not yet your husband. For the very first time. Amen. What is the word doing? The word is exposing the kind of life that this woman had. Amen. Because he cannot give water in a dirty vessel. That's why when, 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 when the Lord approached, the woman said, how come you being a Jew Speak to me, I'm a Samaritan. What was that act of the Lord? It was justifying her. It was an act of justifying regardless of who you are. Amen? If you are predestinated, you have a seed, you have a representation in heaven. Amen? The Lord will not pass over you. Amen? And so he's, the, the, the Lord came there and approached because she re, he recognized who that woman was. He recognized that this woman had the seed in her. And in the process of time, the seed will recognize the word. Amen. And so now, when little by little, amen, the word is exposing her life, exposing the kind of spirit, exposing her condition. Amen. Suddenly she realized, well, you're not just an ordinary Jew. You must be a prophet. Amen. And so he was. Amen. So now when she realized that he was a prophet, amen, that was the seventh man in his life, in her life. Six men in her life. Amen. She was drinking of that water out of Jacob's well. Amen. But at that day, hallelujah, from, from that Jacob's well, it became Israel's well to that woman. Hallelujah. And so come. Then now this is the seventh man in her life. And what did the seventh man do? Amen. You must be a prophet. But he did, she did not stop to the prophet. Until she realized he was the Messiah. We don't stop with the prophet. Because the prophet points us to our Redeemer. He points us to our bridegroom. None other than the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so I'm coming to my conclusion now. That you see a woman in the Bible. Amen. Represents church. Amen. And so those wells that have been digged by Isaac are the same thing that out of the many churches, amen, there were genuine believers, amen, that are being, that are being called, amen. And so at the same time, this woman, referring to a woman, there's another, uh, another woman in the Bible. Uh, you see, this woman, he said, when, 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 he was, when, she was, when the Lord Jesus Christ was being invited, amen, by 
uh, uh, by Simon, there was another woman, amen, that noticed him. You know her. In Matthew 26, in verse 6 to 13, now when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto one a man, a woman, having an alabaster box of precious ointment and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. But when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. Amen? Now notice, she poured the ointment, the precious ointment in his head. Amen? In other scriptures, it says she poured the oil in his body. Amen? And then later on, you see, it went down just like in the time uh, 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 of Aaron. The, 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 the Bible said, you know, the oil, the ointment is being poured from the head. It goes down to the beard and goes down to the garment, down to the foot. Oil from head to foot. Hallelujah. So 2,000 years ago, this woman recognized her head. Amen. But all through the ages, the oil went down. Amen. The oil went down to the body. Amen. So that the oil, amen, the whole body of the Lord Jesus Christ down to the foot. Remember, it had been prophesied. Amen. That, you know, the serpent's head will be broken. And this happens in the last days. And you should be glad that you are part of God's army today. Amen. Amen. Drinking out of that water. And so let's continue on. Let's see now. When Jesus, he said, now when disciples saw it, they had indignation saying, to what purpose is this waste? Amen. For others it's just a waste. Amen. For this ointment might have been sold for mass and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you, but me ye have not always. For in that she had poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall be also this that this woman hath done, be told for a memorial of her. Amen. 2,000 years ago, the ointment was poured in the head. Amen. And down now, he said, and also Jesus recognized, he said, she poured the ointment on my body. She did it for my burial. Amen? And what is the oil? The oil represents the Holy Spirit. The oil represents the anointing. The, the, the oil represents the inspiration. It's the presence of the Lord. Amen? And the ointment, amen, representing the oil, amen, it gives us revelation. Remember, in the whole church ages, amen, the, the, uh, the inspiration of the Lord was being sent down here from, from, from the throne of God down here to the earth, amen, 
that gives inspiration to the people of God. That's why in history, people can give their lives because they got the revelation. They were anointed by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost in their generation. Amen. To live the life because we cannot live higher than our revelation. Hallelujah. Our revelation is the only uh, gauge where we can live by. And so now, the body, reason, the body, the, the, the woman served the head. And that oil, that anointing was for his burial. But today, the ointment is poured down to the body. And what is the body? It's the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So that's why it represents service. That woman with a bad reputation in the city. She gave out everything just to get that oil to serve the Lord Jesus Christ being her head. He was the rejected king. Amen. But this woman recognized her king. And if we continue on on that story. Amen. And Brother Branham made a, 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 a very nice illustration. He said that woman, she had a bad reputation and everything was unclean in her. And the only decent part of herself at that woman, of that woman, was her long hair. Amen. And then he pulled her hair and he knelt, she knelt at the feet of the Lord. And Simon, who invited the Lord, did not give him any water to wash his feet, showing that he was not welcome. But I'm trying to imagine, while that woman was washing his feet, there was a water coming out. When the Lord asked Simon, Simon, what would you feel? Who do you think will rejoice more? Somebody who has little debt and is forgiven? Or somebody who has great debt and it is forgiven? And that woman just kneeling down at the feet of the Lord, she could not leave her head just to look at the face. Because right at that very moment, amen, she was feeling so much guilt. She was at the feet and in that presence of the Lord, she was able to do the service. He was rejected, but he was, he was accept, accepted. And there was no available water. But deep down in the heart of this repentant Sinner. When she heard, he has greater debt when he's, she, and when he's forgiven, she will be having more rejoicing than that who has less debt. And, you know, imagine if you experience that deep groaning and you wanted to cry. And you wanted to. You felt something. There was a deep repentance in that woman. 
And she wanted to cry, but probably <gasps> it was such a deep, deep pool. And because of that deep pool of a repentant sinner, something broke up in her heart. It opens up a well. Hallelujah. And that well push up something. Hallelujah. It pulled up. And then little by little, amen, something coming up from her heart because of that genuine repentance. Amen. And, 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 and she heard genuine forgiveness. Amen. And so little by little, it opens up. Amen. And from that deep cry, deep moaning, amen, now it opens up. It opened her eyes. And, and how much water went out. Of that deep well. Amen. Just to wash the feet of the Lord. How many. Glasses of tears. How many. How much tears. Being given out. By that repentant woman. To wash the feet of the Lord. With her long hair, the only decent part that woman had. Hallelujah. She did the best service. And now, it's in the body. We do service for one another. I come here to serve you with the little thing that I have. But you know, we're not just forgiven. We're being justified. And when we're forgiven, this message defines that justification is deeper than forgiveness. Because we're considered as if we have not done anything against him. We have not done it in the first place. And how much more, how much more we will be able to open, to make a crack in those, in these hearts. Amen. Somehow we can feed, we can serve the Lord with our humility, with our everything that we can do for God's glory. As my closing scriptures today, in the book of Revelation 19, said, And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Amen. What's the voice of many waters? It's the multitude of people. Amen. The voice of many waters today, amen, it's like a sound. The voice of many waters. It's the multitude of the people. It's the bride today. The voice of many waters. The Lord wants to drink. In the Old Testament, it was David. Oh, how I long to drink of that water of Bethlehem. Amen. Today, our king, the son of David, and he's the king, is saying, how I long I could drink water out of Bethlehem. Amen. Who's that Bethlehem today? Yeah. The bride. You are the voice of many waters. 
Amen. That's why He sanctified us. That's why He justified us. He sanctified us. He baptized us with, with, with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And we drink. Amen. And the bride drinks. And whoever is thirsty, drink. And whoever has drink, amen, you can also give out water. That somebody who is so discouraged, somebody who is, you know, uh, 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 in so much burden, but because you are now the source of that living water, we become encouragement to one another. We serve one another. Amen. It's coming from the hearts that are being sanctified. Amen. Uh, uh, that are being justified by the message of the hour, by the word of God. And the Holy Ghost is here. And that's why when, when, when we worship, when we pray, hallelujah, when we serve Him, when we serve one another to the best of our abilities, amen, whatever we can, you are the voice of many waters. And, and and that voice and that sound that is coming from your heart, the sound of many waters, that is what the Lord is thirsting for now. He's not interested in the worship of the people out there in the denomination. He's thirsting for the Bethlehem, the water from the well of Bethlehem. And you are now the well of Bethlehem. Come. Give him thirst. Hallelujah. 2,000 years ago, he was thirsty. But they gave him, you know, uh, 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 water from that gall, you know, something that is so sour. And how would you feel out of that thirst? Brothers, there's no satisfying water. Hallelujah. That will make our Lord, our King today, than the water that is coming from our hearts. Coming from our hearts. Coming from the believer. Hallelujah. God bless you as we all stand up. Amen. Uh, I just pray for Brother Danny. Amen. I hope, amen, that this little part of his servant this evening, you realize, may we realize that he is thirsty. And you are not a broken cistern. You are a living well that produced living water. Oh, when he hears your worship, he's being satisfied. Hallelujah. When, 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 when we humble ourselves and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Amen. You are giving water out of your heart. And your heart this evening is the living well. May living water come out of that to satisfy our Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Let me just sing a chorus, uh, pleasing, pleasing, let me be pleasing. <clears throat> pleasing, let me
Please. 